Welcome to Faith, Love, and Therapy, a podcast to encourage and inspire. I'm your host, Jamie Johnson, a therapist working in the field of mental health for the last 10 plus years. I believe this podcast is God-led and God-inspired, and I thank you for joining me as we peel back the layers of mental health from a faith perspective. Connect with me on social media at Faith, Love, and Therapy Podcast on Facebook or Instagram, and you can send me an email at faithlovetherapy.com at gmail.com. I look forward to talking to you and connecting with you. All right, today we are on episode 23 and we're starting to talk about relationships. Uh, 22, I kind of introduced a little bit about anxiety within relationship. And so I wanted to talk a bit more about that, but from a different perspective or from a therapeutic perspective in regards to attachment and how we um, attach in relationships, how it can affect our relationships, what that looks like. And so we're going to talk a little bit about um, attachment theory, which um, you can do your research and kind of do a little bit of study, which I always encourage you to do. Uh, John Bol, I think it's Bolbins. Yeah, John Bolby's, John Bolby's um, attachment theory, which was back in the 1950s when this um, was developed or, or brought about. And it's based on the theory that there are four attachment styles. And the four attachment styles are anxious, preoccupied, one that's one, anxious, preoccupied, avoidant, dismissive, organized, fearful, avoidant, and secure. And that's the type of attachments that we have. And so people with an insecure attachment style might have, um, they might've experienced some issues in childhood, typically in childhood, um, that are unresolved or led to struggling with feeling more attached when they connect with individuals. So, in regards to relationship, I want to kind of break that down a little bit. And sometimes we often hear people say like, I, I date the same person or I have the same issues in relationship. And when you notice that there's a repeating pattern in your love life, in your relationships, you really want to consider and begin to analyze the behavior in relationships. So if you've noticed a pattern and you're wondering why you keep ending up in the same situations or, um, you know, it's a different partner, but it seems to be the same outcome. Or do you find yourself getting clingy or jealous? Um, Do you always seem to be more involved than your partner is involved? Maybe um, you want to be with someone, but as soon as things get like emotionally intimate, you start to back off a bit. Those are all indicators of your attachment style. So like before we start looking at the four styles, remember this. So each one of the four attachment styles has kind of typical traits and characteristics and a person doesn't necessarily fit a hundred percent in a single category so you may see some um, characteristics of another category that you have but you want to look at kind of like primarily where do you fall so you may not a hundred percent match one profile i want to make sure that y'all are clear on that and so when we go into this the purpose is to for a self-analysis because we want to identify unhealthy behaviors and understand where you know we may need to work in order to have better relationships to improve our connections to improve our love life to improve our um, even work connection attachments um, and your attachment style could affect your work your love life family relationships all of those relationships so let's look at them so the first one anxious preoccupied So for adults that have an anxious, preoccupied style, the partner is often, you see them as like your better half. That's something that you always say. They're the better half. And the thought of living without that partner or just being alone in general causes high levels of anxiety. 
people with this type of attachment typically have a negative self-image. So that's something to, to pinpoint, to look at. While um, they have a negative self-image, but typically had a positive view of other people or their partner. Um, the anxious adult often seeks approval. They often seek support. They're often looking for responsiveness for their partner. So they're looking for their partner to uh, validate them or to approve them. People with this attachment style, they value their relationships highly, um, but they're very anxious and worried that their loved one is not as invested in the relationship as they are. So think about some of the things you may say or how you may feel when you're in your relationship. Are you worried that they, you care more than they do or um, you're more invested or you show affection or you show love more than they do? That's your feeling, not necessarily the truth, but that's what you're feeling. Um, and when you, when you see that, be aware that there's more than likely a strong fear of abandonment that's present. And, um, you know, there's a feeling of not being safe and you want to be safe. Safe is the priority. The attention, the care and responsiveness of the partner appears to be the remedy for that anxiety. So where there's a fear of abandonment or which connects with feeling unsafe, that um, need for attention and care the individual has convinced themselves or truly believes that that will remedy the anxiety within the relationship. If they just get the attention, if they, they just have the validation and the response from their partner that they desire. So on the other hand, the absence of that support and intimacy can lead that person um, to being anxious and preoccupied and become more clingy and demanding. Um, and they're preoccupied with the relationship and seem desperate for love. So we've, we've kind of seen individuals like that. I may be describing, you know, qualities that you possess. That is something to take note of and see if you are falling in the category of more of an anxious, um, preoccupied attachment style. The second attachment style is avoidant or dismissive. And so this uh, attachment style, the avoidant dismissive type, they would often perceive themselves as like lone wolves. I'm strong. I'm independent. I'm self-sufficient. Um, not necessarily in terms of like physical contact, but rather at an emotional level. So emotionally, I don't need that person. I, you know, I'm, I'm self-sufficient. I can take care of myself. I can do this. I can, I can, I will. Um, but they definitely still doesn't mean that they don't want to be uh, loved or they don't want affection. But again, it, it's really more so on the emotional level. So these individuals typically have a high self-esteem and a positive view of themselves. It's not a situation of having a low self-esteem. The, the dismissive or dismissing avoidant type, they tend to believe that they don't have to be in relationship to feel complete. And many of us will, you know, some of y'all are listening like, well, that's normal. You know, that's, you know, that's true. <laughs> but you want to see to what degree you believe that and how you're operating. How does that affect your relationship? Um, with this particular attachment style, they do not want to depend on others. So they have others, they will have others depend on them or they, um, or they, they don't want to, they don't want to depend on others. They don't want to have others depend on them or seek support and approval in social connections. So they're not looking for that, um, level of reliance or connection that feels dependent or clingy, um, they're not going to seek approval or support from others. And adults with this attachment style generally avoid emotional closeness. They also tend to hide or suppress their feelings when faced with a potentially emotion uh, full emotion filled situation. So 
think about yourself. And, you know, when we think of a society, oftentimes we do hear of a lot of independent, uh, you know, as a woman of color, we often hear that label of being, you know, independent black woman. I am independent. I am self-sufficient. Um, but we want to make sure that that level of independence is a healthy level and it's not um, that we are concerned or worried about um, depending on others and we're uncomfortable with that level of emotion. So self-analysis, do you fall into that category? The third category, which is disorganized or fearful avoidant, um, this type tends to show like an unstable and their, their behavior is kind of ambiguous um, in their social connections. So for adults with this style of attachment, their partner and the relationship themselves are often a source of both desire and fear. There's kind of like, that's where that, am, you know, the ambivalence comes in. There's that desire to be connected, but there's this fear of being connected. Fear avoided people do, they do want intimacy and they do want closeness, but at the same time, they experience troubles with trusting and depending on others. Um, you know, of course, fearful of being hurt, fearful of being taken advantage of. They do not regulate their emotions well and they avoid strong emotional attachment due to their fear of getting hurt. So again, are you seeing some of your characteristics when you evaluate your relationships? And then the fourth one, which is where we would like to all fall, but we do not all fall in that area at this time, um, is secure attachment. And um, so, of course, the, the three that we've covered so far are insecure attachment styles. And so we would like to fall into a secure attachment style. These individuals are characterized by, um, they've, um, Sorry, the, the secure attachment style implies that a person is comfortable with expressing, expressing emotions openly. Adults with a secure attachment style can depend on other partners and in turn let their partner rely on them. Relationships are based on honesty, tolerance, and emotional closeness. So a secure attachment thrives, the people with secure attachment thrive in their relationships, but also don't fear being on their own. Listen to that. They thrive in their relationships, but they also don't fear being on their own. They do not depend on the responsiveness or approval of their partners, and they tend to have a positive view of themselves and others. So that makes sense, right? A secure attachment. You are comfortable in relationship. You thrive in relationships. Um, but also if you are alone, if you're in a season where you're not connected, you're still going to thrive. You still feel okay. You still feel comfortable. Um, and comparing, you know, and analyze, are you within the more insecure attachment styles or do you find yourself to have a, a secure attachment style in relationship? Um, that's something that I want you to kind of sit with and take time to review and think about. There's a lot of information on, on the internet about attachment styles. Um, kind of look at the source. Um, Psychology Today has good articles on it. Um, there's a website called the attachment project that I often encourage clients, um, in the beginning of sessions when I'm meeting with them and I notice that there's probably some type of attachment style. I encourage them to go on the attachment project.com. I'm hoping I'm saying that right. I am the attachment project.com. And there's a quiz that they can take that does give good information and then follow up, you know, how to address their, um, characteristics that are not helping in their relationship. So. That's one thing that I would encourage you to log on and at least take the quiz and see where you fall. So 
once you know, you know, you, you, you're hearing these attachment styles, you're starting to evaluate how you operate in relationship. How is this affecting your relationships? Those are the things that you have to look at. You know, have I been, you know, am I anxious? Am I worried that I'm going to be abandoned? If so, then I'm, I'm operating from that place in my relationships and it will affect. It's not a situation where you can hide that. When you have um, an insecure attachment style, it doesn't just, it's not something that you can keep in your head and kind of think about. It will, it will manifest in relationships. That relationships are the ground at which you will see your attachment style. That is not something that is hidden. Um, please know that it is completely normal to recognize features of different styles in, um, in your history of relationships. So attachment styles can change with major life events even with different partners. That's also something to consider. An insecurely attached individual could form a secure bond with when they have a securely attached partner. So let's say you have an, an anxious attachment style, but you meet and connect with deeply with a, um, a, a partner who has a secure attachment style. That is a great place to really begin improving your own attachment style. So a person with a secure attachment style you know, could also develop an unhealthy uh, relationship because of behavior or trauma or experiencing something with a partner. So you may not, there may have been a relationship when you were 20 that you were very anxious in, but now you are 45 and it's a very secure relationship or the opposite. Like you felt much more confident when you were, you know, in your late twenties and now, you know, you've had a divorce or you've been rejected a lot, or you've had a trauma or you've had some, some significant loss. And so that has affected your attachment style. That is something to be aware of because it is going to impact how you connect with people. Um, so think about your relationships, think about the pattern in your relationships, think about the experiences that may impact your attachment style. Were you secure, you know, before those experiences, um, were you insecure and then connected with somebody who has helped you become more confident in relationship. This is something to journal about and really connect with. As I'm, I'm wrapping up this episode, but I, I want you to visualize. It's hard for me not to think about this particular topic without thinking about um, what happened to Adam and Eve in the garden. And I know that seems off, but it to me is very like connected. So when the enemy came in and there was deception in the garden, right? Um, they hid themselves. They were no longer connected with one another the way that they used to be before the enemy came in and tricked them. Y'all know the story. If you don't, it's in Genesis. Um, so for many of us, deception, fear, shame, childhood experiences have altered our perspective and we no longer feel secure in who we were created to be. How do we get back to that secure place? We have to recognize the safety of authentic love, primarily first with the Lord. Y'all know is Jesus. Jesus is that is the foundation to help us to restore and heal from the inside out. So spiritually continue journaling, look for the deception and ask God to reveal the truth. Start there, start there, ask God to reveal the truth. Look for the deception in your life. That's caused you to change how you connect with people so that you know, your attachment style, you know, the, you know, the de deception and the core issues so that you can then be begin applying, um, healthy coping strategies that will help. We'll talk more about those strategies on the next episode of Faith, Love, and Therapy. I thank you for joining me as I am healing and taking some folks with me. I'll see you next time.